Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of I Am Mystic Official Podcast. Happy New Year to everyone. Um no, it's been a long twenty twenty three. So much happened within twenty twenty three. But it doesn't mean that we should live in the past. Yes, a lot of things happen, but it's time that we learn to motivate ourselves into doing better. Um, I know a lot has happened, but we cannot dwell on the past, no matter how much we may want to. You know, even though it's 2024, a lot of us kind of, brought a lot of our 2023 baggage with us and um not saying it's a bad thing but we have to learn how to take away those things of the year before i mean it's okay to learn from them to think about certain things but don't dwell in it too much that you start falling back into those moments. Because sometimes we have to realize that life is going to go on, that certain things we can't control. And I know it's difficult, but at the same time, it's one of those things where we are so used to looking back on things that it's hard for us to look into the future. Now, I'm not saying this to downplay anyone because me, myself, also go through that and struggle through that. But we shouldn't dwell on the past. I would say it's okay to think over some things. But as I said, don't dwell in it to the point you start going backwards. You start finding yourself going back to that person that you were or thinking so much on those situations that you become depressed to the point where you don't really know what to do. You know, it's okay, like I said, to think about it, but don't get stuck back in that situation. Now, I know a lot of us is comfortable where we're at, but sometimes being comfortable can be dangerous because if you become comfortable at where you're at in life, even though we may feel like being comfortable means that we are on top of things. But in reality, the more you become comfortable, sometimes cause laziness to the point where we don't want to move forward. We're comfortable at where we're at. And sometimes this can be the most dangerous thing in the world to do is to become comfortable. Because... Think about it. Becoming comfortable, you know, you may feel like, well, I'm comfortable at doing this. I'm comfortable at doing it. 
Get out of your comfort zone. Get out of your comfort zone. Because there's a lot out there in the world to see. There's a lot to do. But getting comfortable allows you to miss opportunities. So what are you talking about, Mystic? Well, I'll tell you. Missed opportunities come from being comfortable. Because you get so comfortable that you're afraid to move forward. You are afraid to put in the work and continue to be great. And I'll give you an example. Certain things that we may be addicted to, right? For example... Some of us are addicted to just being in bed all day. Some of us are addicted to YouTube. Some of us are addicted to, you know, reading. And I'm not saying these things are bad, but don't read the same book over and over. You know, don't watch the same stuff over and over. You know, explore new things. You know, and with social media, it's so hard for us to break from social media to the point where it's hard for us to even go outside and talk to our neighbors or go outside and meet new people in the physical form. Not the best, not the worst, but at the same time, it puts a stop on things. Because when you're comfortable at doing certain things, and it's hard for you to go out and try new things, that means you have a problem. It's a problem where you're afraid to push yourself to the limit where you don't really have to put in the work because you expect other people to put in the work for you. Let me say that again. Sometimes we're afraid to move forward because we're so used to people doing the work for us. Now... As bad as that might sound, it's okay to get help, but don't use that person just to get what you can out of them, because it's one thing that I have learned throughout the course of my life, is that it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to be independent, but don't use a person. You know, because you using people, it can it, it can turn on you in the worst way. And I'm gonna tell you how. For example, right? If someone helps you. And then you just continue to ask this person, ask this person, they help you. But then the moment they need help, you make an excuse on why you can't help them. 
So that's a definition of using someone. If someone doesn't mind helping you, you shouldn't mind helping someone else. It's never all about money. You know, and I really hate the concept of people always looking for money or not even money, just a handout in general. I mean, do something from the heart for once in your lifetime. I mean, please, you know, do something from the heart. You know, do something without expecting something from someone else. Because if you're always expecting how are you going to get blessed by God? How is God going to bless you if he sees that you're always about getting something in return? You know, if you think about it, what if God was like that? You know, like, what if God was like, well, I'm going to always ask for something back. You know, what if God blessed you with something? But then he takes it back. Think about that. That's a selfish act. When you're always looking for a handout. All the things that God gave us. Just think about what if he take that all back. Then what? You have nothing. So think about that. Next time you help somebody. Don't always look for handouts. Do it from the goodness of your heart. Don't sit there and expect something every time you help someone. Now, there's a lot of generous people out here in this world that may help you. You know, if they help you once or twice, be thankful for it. But don't always go out expecting something from someone every time you help someone. That's a no-no. That is a 100% no, no, no. But why do I? <laughs> why do I say that? Because I've been there. The more that you do something from the heart, the better your life would be. The more you always expect something from someone, your life going to become miserable. Trust me, I know these things. And people don't understand that whatever I say, whatever I put out there, they don't understand. I've been through that too. So that's why I'm telling you how things are when you're always expecting something from someone. You know, don't always expect something from someone. If someone has the heart to help you or offer you something, take it. But don't always expect something back when someone helps you. Let them do it from their heart. Don't go looking so desperate that you decide that you don't want to do this anymore. And what I mean by not wanting to do this anymore it's the concept. There's going to be a time in your life that you're going to continue expecting things and people are just going to count you out 100% because they feel like I can't even come talk to them about something without them needing something in return. I can't even be vulnerable towards this person without them needing something back in return. So, 
Let this be a lesson to everyone. Do something from the heart. Don't expect anything back. Because God will bless you more if you just do stuff from the heart and not really think about getting something every time. Because God looks at that as, hey, you know, this is a good person. This person doesn't mind helping. But also, they don't ask for anything every time. Let God do his job. And and I know God has multiple jobs. But his main job is to teach you that it's not always about getting something in return. It's about just being nice to people. You know, not judging people. Trust me. Again, I've been in that spotlight before where I wouldn't necessarily call it judging, but the idea that I really wasn't allowing myself to understand what a person may be going through. I used to get upset a lot because the fact that I was being selfish. Not that I was asking for asking for stuff in return, but the fact that I wasn't very understanding of people like I am solely becoming now. Because now, yeah, I'm in a place where I'm more, you know, understandable of people versus, I would say, four or five years ago. But I say this to say, I say that to say this. Learn to be more understanding of people. You never know what a person may be going through. And if they come to you vulnerable and you, like I say, wouldn't say judge them, but if they feel like you don't understand what they're going through, that's going to just make a person feel even worse. Again, I've been through all of this. And now looking back, you know, it hurts. Because I had a lot of great people in my life. But just because I refuse to understand someone, man. Because I refuse to understand. I lost so much. I lost so much. Because the fact that I wasn't very understandable. Didn't want to understand what a person was going through because I was selfish. I was selfish. I was selfish to the point where I was selfish to the point where I lost so many people, and 
Uh, so many great friends. Because I refuse to understand what that person was going through. Because it was all about me. It was all about me. So that's one thing I want you guys to know. Learn. Number one, learn to accept people for who they are. But the most important, be understanding. Because if you don't become understanding in your life, you're going to lose out on so much. So many people around the world just going through so much. And what do they want? Nothing. All they want is an ear. All they want is for us to know that someone is there for them. They don't care about how you look. They don't care about how you dress. They don't care where you live. They just want someone to listen to them. Mm. They just want someone to listen to them. And if you put yourself in a position where you can't humble yourself, and at least hear that person out and try to understand their situation. You're gonna lose a lot. You're gonna lose so much. But once you lose everything that loved you and everyone that loved you it's over it's over you know and I'm saying this because it's true it's over I say that it's over because if you don't have anyone on your team, if you drive everybody away, you become nothing but an empty vessel. Because without support, you're nothing. Without guidance, you're nothing. Without, without love, you're nothing. Without understanding, you're nothing.
don't become the reason that someone becomes destroyed. So much good we can do if we admit when we're wrong, when we accept people, when we understand a person to the best of our abilities, that is when things become more clear to us. But if we don't try to understand a person, that's just pushing us deeper and deeper into the line of going to hell. Why? Because if you choose to be in someone's life and you refuse to try to understand them, you're just pushing yourself further into hell. know a lot of you <clears throat> probably going to listen to this and um, probably be upset about it or get offended. But only a person that gets offended are the ones who are doing what I am talking about. Stop pushing people away. Stop trying to make them feel less of a person because you're in a bad mood or because you feel like, oh, I'm better than them. No one is better than anyone. God made us all equal. It's Satan that's trying to cause the world to feel like they're better than someone else. Why? Because he did it. Do you honestly think that people that feel like they're better than someone, do you not think that's Satan? Think about it. He was once one of God's right-hand man. Until what? Of course, he thought he was better than God. He felt like, oh, you know, God's my right hand man. You know, he, 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 he's not gonna, you know, he's not gonna mind if I, you know, step into the spotlight for a minute, or he's not gonna mind if um, I take charge for a little bit. And what happened? He became what we call the Prince of Air, the Father of Lies. The father of manipulation. Why? Because he felt like, well, since God kicked me out of the heavens, let me form my own team. You know, you know, God got his team. Let me create my own team. Let me teach my team how to manipulate, how to judge people, how to become better than the average person. Huh. Let me make a team huh, that's gonna 
follow my every command that's going to be blinded by the world. And that's what he did. And it's sad, you know. A lot of people, you know, says that what Satan did was wrong. And I do agree that he was wrong. But at the same time, to the point where you become so high. And I don't mean high as in sub substance sub subs, you know, substances, but high as in being full of yourself, being very prideful, being, you know, high my high and mighty. I'm gonna break something down to you. It's okay to have a high and mighty mind. But don't let it overtake who you are. What do I mean by that? Don't let your head get so big that you see yourself as some type of God. Because newsflash, there's only one God. I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care if you get offended. But there's only one God. You know? And that's the one that created the heavens and the earth. That's Yahweh. You know, that's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. You know, that's who he is. So, all of these gods that y'all claim to have, Buddha, a statue that really has no point in life no but not to break off you know or offend anybody but Satan puts in your mind that you can have multiple gods how because if you think about it who is God right God is a spiritual being that we worship, right? So, anything that you worship becomes your God. Your shoes, your clothes, your car, your house, your job, money, whatever that you worship is considered your God. Why? Because Satan designed it that way. Because Satan feel like, oh, if God is someone that you worship, let me put some things on this earth to blind this pathetic human race. Because they're going to do pretty much whatever I say. All I have to do is put something flashy in front of them, like mere mortal babies. To the point where anything is possible. Anything goes. So. I feel. That Satan. Designed. His 
team or army or whatever you want to call it to be like mere babies. I mean, something that you never had before, and then you want it, then you get it, then you want more, then you want more, then you want more. And if you think about it, that's something babies do. If you just sit and listen and think about it, this is what babies do. Because their brain aren't developed quite yet that anything that moves or anything that looks shiny to them, they're going to do whatever they can to get to that thing because they're curious about it. So Satan used that tactic for his team. If you've never been rich before, Satan can make it where you can become rich. But it comes with a price. And I don't mean a great one. So, if you think about it, that is how Satan designed his team. As if they were mere mortal babies. Anything flashy. Anything that he can give you to keep you out of the kingdom of God. And if you guys want to be deceived by things of the world, go right ahead. Am I judging you? No. I'm just saying whatever you feel that you want to do, go for it. But remember... Also, like God, you're going to deal with some consequences when you become Satan's flunky, if you want to call it. Because one thing people don't really know about Satan is that Satan is super smart. Because Satan knows what's going to make God angry. And once he, you know, gets you where he wants you, and the first time God gets angry, what happens? Satan flees. So, think about it. Satan is not as dumb as people say that he is. Because if he can manipulate you to go against God, and then when God gets angry and, you know, reveal his wrath, and Satan disappears, think about that. You guys are not getting it. You guys are not getting the take that Satan would do anything he can to manipulate you. You can do whatever you want. But when God comes with his wrath and God gets angry, where is Satan then to help you? He flees because he knows how powerful God is. And he knows if he stands in God's way, he's going to get destroyed. So, What's the point of following someone that's only going to make your creator angry with you? And then you get mad at the people that manipulate you when you have a brain of your own to say no to certain things that you know is not of God. So... 
It's one thing that I am against when it comes to Satan. Because you have your mind. God gave you a mind to think of your own. But yet you're so weak in your flesh that you're easy to manipulate. And then you want to get mad at people. Oh, this, 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 blah, blah, blah. Why get mad with them when you have a brain of your own? You know right from wrong, so if Satan manipulates you with whoever he decides to manipulate you with, you should only get mad at yourself because you have the ability to say no. So, why get mad with the person that you let manipulate you? when you have the mindset to say no. Now, it's different for those who doesn't have a voice. That's different. But even a person without a voice have more sense than a lot of us with voices. And even though that may sound a little bit, you know, gutsy it's true there's people that cannot talk but yet they still have more sense than a lot of us who can talk you have people that have no sight but yet they have more sense than those of us who have sight there's a lot of people that cannot walk. You know where I'm going here, right? But they have more sense than most of us that can walk. So, what I'm saying is, I don't care what condition you're in. You still have the power to say no. And that is what I don't like. That the point that we have the power to say no, but yet we still deny the fact that, well, I know it's wrong, but I still want to do it. Why? Why would you want to do something you know that could either destroy you or the people around you? Why do you want to put people in danger like that? I'm just, I'm just saying, but that's just me. I mean, I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes or nothing, but I'm just throwing you guys a dose of reality. Again, it doesn't matter what condition you're in. You still have sense enough to not do those things. But why do we do it? Hmm, I don't know. Maybe sometimes we're pressured. Not an excuse. Well, I was trying to fit in. Not an excuse. Well, I wanted to be cool. Not an excuse. Well, I can get nominated for a better job or better. Not an excuse. So, I don't care what excuse you have is not an excuse 
you sit here and you do things and you want us to feel sorry for you when in reality you're the one who wants these things to happen because you feel like you're getting pressure into them that is going to make you look cool, that is going to give you that promotion that you wanted, that is going to get you that new house, new car that you wanted. So you go against God. And you sit here go against God, and then you want to get mad with God when things don't go as you wanted them to go. Question, why would you get mad with God? God gave you five senses. He gave all of us five senses. So it's no excuse when you do what you want to do, and then you get into a position where it doesn't line up quite like you wanted it to and then you end up getting upset with God why why I, I don't get it I don't I don't get it I don't care how much I try to break this down I just don't get it we get mad with God when we put ourselves in situations that we know they're going to either destroy us or destroy the people around us, and then you want to get mad at God. Why get mad at God? Why? <laughs> I mean, you have a mindset to do what you want. So when you decide to do what you want to do, you want to get mad, go crazy on God for something that you wanted to do. You know, am I upset, you may ask? I wouldn't say I'm upset. I wouldn't say I'm upset, but I'm just disappointed to the fact where we decide to do things. And we want to get mad with God when things don't go the way we want it to. Some of us want to curse God. Thank God I've never cursed God. You know, I mean, I've done a lot of things where I was mad with God, but I never cursed God. And I am a very stand-on type of guy when it comes to Cursing God. I mean, yeah, getting mad with God is one thing. But don't ever curse God. That's the worst mistake you can ever do. Because God going to look like, okay, that's all I've done for you. Now you want to curse me and turn your back on me? Okay, I can do the same thing. We need to realize that God created us in his own image. So, he knows. <laughs> he knows what we think before we think it. So, I'm just going to kind of leave that at that because if you realize if he knows what you're thinking before you think it, you pretty much know you. You pretty much know what you're about. So he knows the ones who's going to curse him out. He knows the ones who's going to turn his back on him. 
He knows the ones who are going to do good or do evil. He already has all of that known because he created the heavens and the earth. He created us in his own image. So, are you not are you not aware that God knows what we're going to do? For example, if you, have, if you have children, right? Don't you know what your children's going to do before you, they even do it sometimes? Because you have learned what your children are going to do before they do it. Because you have, I would say, somehow made an impact on them. But then you want to get mad with them when they do something out of the ordinary. Why? You know, that's what we don't realize. We want to get mad at our children. We want to always try to blame our children for things. No, I am not a father. But at the same time, you still can be a role model for kids. So if they see you doing something that you know is stupid... And out of the ordinary, and then you're just doing what you do. And then the first time your child or someone else's child does something crazy by looking at what you do, you can't get mad at the parent if they come and confront you. That is the problem I have with a lot of social media influencers and creators. They do these crazy things. And then the first time something happens where hmm, some kid end up doing something crazy and then they're looking at, well, I didn't tell them to do it. Well, I'm glad you said that because God looks at that the same way when we do idiotic things. And then we want to blame God for it. God is just like, you know, just like anybody else. Well, you knew right from wrong and you decided to do it anyway. So why get mad with me? So, yeah, we got to learn to be more of an example to the next generation. Be careful what we say. Be careful how we carry ourselves. Be careful what we do in front of people, especially online where there are so many people that looks at what you do. <clears throat> then they're like, well, they're cool people, but I just don't like certain things that they do. And then guess what? They stop their kids from looking at you or they go and tell every parent that they know, hey. You know, even though this creator is cool, there are just some things that I don't feel like is appropriate for, like, ki kids. So, we have to be careful at what we say, what we do, how we carry ourselves. Because even when we feel like people are not watching us, guess what? People are watching us. People don't always have to say, say anything. All I have to do is observe. And that's exactly what God does. He looks, he observes, 
you know, he yawned. He yawns at some of our decisions because he's like, wow, out of everything in the world, you just had to do this, right? You just had to do something that you're going to regret and then you're going to come to me complaining about something that you could have avoided. Don't you guys think God don't get tired of us always coming to him for the same thing? Lord, if you get me out of this, I promise I'll change. Just thing you know. Lord, I know I said I wasn't going to go back to this, but it was tempting. Please, Lord, if you get me out of this, it won't happen again. You know, and that's one thing I know about God. He'll give you probably two chances to get things right. But that third and fourth and so on, he just gets tired of it. He feels like, why do you keep coming to me with the same problem? There are so many other people that I can be helping right now. But no, every day or every other day, if you are coming to me pretty much with the same thing, something that I thought that you would overcome by now. But yeah, that's not happening. Why? Because just like us as a human race, we get tired of certain things. Well, God's like that all the time. He's tired of us praying to get out of something that he has gotten you out of multiple times. And um, one other thing I want to straighten up is that God doesn't leave us. He may stop helping us from time to time to teach us a lesson, but he would never leave us or forsake us because it's written in his word. But he never once said that we won't he never once said that he won't, that we won't, you know, forsake him, which we do a lot. We just need to realize what forsaken means or what it really means to forsake someone. He said, I would not leave you nor forsake you. Think about that for a minute. You know, to kind of wrap that up, he's saying, hey, I don't care what you do, I'm not going to turn my back on you. But I can, you know, slow down your blessings if you don't, you know, appreciate them. Because whether we like it or not, we don't always appreciate God's work. We don't appreciate his blessings. We only appreciate the fact that he's never going to leave us, no matter what we do. I mean, doesn't that sound familiar? Oh, yeah, of course it does. It's called manipulation. Why would we want to manipulate God? Like, of all, of all people or anything in the world, 
Why manipulate gods? Why use gods only for good? Why not come to him during your down moment as well? Why? Why do we do that? That's a question that we all should ask ourselves. And if you don't know the answer to that, then God bless you. Because we should always know why we do certain things. We should always have our receipts on why we do certain things. Because if you think about it, why do things that we know is going to anger God? If we know the truth, why do we block the truth? Why do we block the truth? Why? Why do we block the truth? Why? I'll tell you why. Because we just hate to admit being wrong. You know? It's not that we're against the truth. We just hate being... We just hate being wrong. We, we, we want to be right all the time. We don't want to stop and realize what's going to happen when God decides to not help us as much. We want to take advantage of God. We, we want to do all these things, but we don't want to accept the truth. We don't want to accept when we mess up. We don't want to accept when someone sees you doing wrong or going on the wrong path. We don't want to get, you know, I wouldn't say get told off, but we don't want to be corrected. Why? Why don't you want to be corrected? That's something I want to know, too. Why don't we like being corrected when we are wrong? That's something else I can tell you. Because of our pride. Because of our ego. We don't want to be wrong. We want to always call the shots. But we don't want to share the spotlight with others. We want to always be the chief. We want to always, you know, be in the spotlight. Where at the same time, Spotlight should be for everyone. We shouldn't want to hog the spotlight. Like, why? Why do we want to hog the spotlight? That's what I don't understand. That's what I'm not getting. Why do we want to hog the spotlight? You know, I'm just saying, why? It's hard enough as a human, as the human race to become great at something but for us to not want to share the spotlight that's the most unpopular demand that we can have it's unpopular 
We shouldn't always want to be in front. Sometimes we need to be in the back, learning from the next generation. I mean, because we feel like, oh, because we're older than a generation, we know more. Wrong. Look how many of the young generation has taught us things. See, we don't we don't want to do that. That's the point. We don't ever want to put goods in the spotlight. We always want to talk about what someone does, about someone's flaws. What about the good in life? You know, we can't sit here and have one good thing to say about someone because we want all the glory. We want to go around and throw out people's flaws. What about the good people have done? And that's what we need to be. We need to be more of a role model. We need to be able to be like, hey, you know, I know the world is full of negativity. Let's shine some positive things on the world. I mean, we need to realize we don't always need justification. We don't always need to get, you know, support from others because it starts with us. If we can't support ourselves, then how are we going to allow others to support us or how, or how are we going to support others if we don't support ourselves? Sometimes self-support makes us strong enough to the point where we can start, you know, supporting others without feeling like we are being left behind. No. (laughs) Never that. We need to learn to come together once again learn to love one another, learn to accept one another and understand one another. Let's go back because I think that's the most important thing is to understand because if you can't allow yourself to understand someone of what they may be going through and you refuse to put yourself in their position, And try to understand that a lot of people may react a certain way because maybe it was something in their life that traumatized them and they don't really know how to speak on it. But what we need to understand is that we must do what we have to do to make everyone feel special. And what I mean by special, supportive. So thank you guys so much for this episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you to everyone who has been rocking with me since day one. Um, If you guys have anything you want to add or is there anything you would like to do or anything you want to share with us please hit me up 
um, on Instagram at Purple Macaroni. That's M A C K H A R O N I. Um, as always, um, give a shout out to our Heavenly Father. Um, give a shout out to Anchors or Spotify. Give a shout out to everyone who supports me. Thank you all so much. Go check out um, some of my other episodes that you guys like. If you guys like um, the content that I put out, please let me know. Um, share it with your family, your friends, um, your teachers, or whoever you're around. But anyway, love you guys. Keep your head up. And remember, keep God first and learn to understand people and you'll go a long way in life. Love you guys until we meet again. Um, Mystic out. Love you guys. But before we go, do a quick prayer to close us out. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, this hour. Lord, for those who may be going through something, Lord, I ask you to touch them, Lord. Heal them, Lord. Touch their mind, their body, their soul, Lord. Lord, for those of them who want to come to you, Lord, I ask you to touch their heart, give them the guidance, and let them know that becoming a part of you could be the best thing that has ever happened to any of them, Lord, I ask you to touch those who may be going through difficulties, such as financial issues, um, who may be suffering with certain illnesses or sicknesses, who may be going through depression or loneliness. Lord, I ask you to touch them um, from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. Lord, give them an understanding that they're not alone, that there are many others out there that also may be going through what they're going through, Lord, but I let them know as well that you are the healer, you are a doctor, you're a mother, a father, you're whatever, you know, that you may need to be for that individual. In Jesus' name I do pray, amen. Thank you guys so much. And again, remember... Be more understandable. Don't let someone tell you what you can't do. Set your boundaries. Learn to say no. If you're a yes person, this year is time for you to be a no person. Learn to say no to things that you know that might destroy you or destroy the people around you. But again, love you guys. You are the best in the world. Continue living your dreams. Continue being a light to those who are in darkness. Um, just go out and experience new opportunities. Don't ever be afraid to walk out of your comfort zone because the more you walk out of your comfort zone, the more you will grow as a person. The more that you stay in your comfort zone, the more you may end up living and that same one-track dimension. And my friends, that is a dangerous thing to be able to be stuck in a one-dimensional mindset. So go out there and make new opportunities. 
God bless you all. And until we meet again, Mystic out. I love you guys. God bless.